Hi, everyone. Welcome to Automation Chat. I'm Teresa Hauk, Executive Editor of the Journal from Rockwell Automation and our partner network, Magazine. This is another episode in our series, In Case You Missed It, where we bring the written word to life by reading a notable article from the journal. In this episode, Josh Heath, Content Marketing Specialist at Enderson Hauser USA, reads the article, Understand the Pressure Effect on Coriolis Flow Meters. Now, this article is written by Victor Rojas, Coriolis Product Manager at Enderson Hauser Flow. And it originally appeared in a 2023 oil and gas ebook published last September. But before I dive in, it's time for our family friendly, silly joke of the day. Why did Beethoven get rid of all his chickens? Because all they said was bok, 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 bok. Okay, take it away, Josh. Coriolis mass flow meters consist of several components and include process connections, one or more measuring tubes and a sensor housing with an electrical feed-through to the transmitter. To achieve optimal operation of these units, it's crucial to understand how pressure effects such as hoop stress, the Borden effect, and density can impact measurement accuracy and how to avoid such issues. Coriolis flow meters operate by exciting the measuring tube to oscillate at its resonance frequency. Once mass is flowing, the Coriolis force causes the measuring tubes to twist. Sensors at the inflow and outflow register the difference in time difference in this movement. In other words, they register the phase difference of the two signals. The phase difference is proportional to the mass flow in the pipe. The resonance frequency of the system is related to the tube's stiffness and its mass, which is equal to the mass of fluid filling the tube plus the empty tube's own mass. Thus, the resonance frequency is related to the density of the fluid filling the tube's volume. The Coriolis force deflects the tube, so stiffer tubes require higher forces and higher flow rates to produce a similar response. Conversely, less stiff tubes require lower forces and thus lower flow rates to produce the same system response. So the tube's stiffness correlates closely to the flow meter's mass flow calibration factor. The Coriolis flow meter measuring tubes are considered thin-walled tubes. When the tubes are subjected to internal pressure, the pressure force pushes toward the outside of the tube. The tube reacts to this expanding force. The resisting force distributed along the circumference of the cylindrical shell as tension is called the hoop stress. The hoop stress is proportional to the internal pressure and the diameter of the tube and inversely proportional to the thickness of the tube. Tube deformation from internal pressure tends to slightly increase the tube's diameter. In addition, the hoop stress increases with increasing tube diameter. Because the ratio of sensor length to the tube diameter tends to decrease for larger line sizes, the pressure dependency also increases. The hoop effect exists for straight and bent tubes and leads to an overreading of the mass flow. For straight tubes, this is normally the dominant effect caused by fluid pressure. Bent tubes subject to internal pressure try to straighten to an unbent shape. Known as the Borden effect, it's used in pressure gauges that employ a Borden tube. Only one end is constrained and the other end is free to deform. Because the measuring tube is constrained on both ends in Coriolis sensors, the tube will deform into the only free direction it has the direction of the bend in the tube. This causes a small tube deflection that increases the bend's radius. This deflection produces bending moments with its corresponding reaction forces and stresses that tend to flatten the shape of the tube into an oval shape. The Borden effect only exists for bent tubes and leads to an under-reading of the mass flow. 
and the Borden effect normally is the dominant effect for bent tube meters, whereas the hoop stress is the dominant effect for straight tube meters. In practical terms, internal pressure has a linear effect on the mass flow calibration factor. Stress influences the stiffness of the tube, changing the deformation of the tube to Coriolis forces. In some Coriolis flow meters, the mass flow correction from pressure doesn't require users to know the calibration pressure for each individual device. Each instrument is calibrated in the factory using pressure compensation, so the calibration factors are independent of the calibration pressure. Thus, the pressure effect for mass flow is referenced to zero pressure gauge and not to the calibration pressure. For density readings, pressure has a twofold effect, changing the stiffness of the tube as described previously and changing the internal volume because the tube's shape is affected. This changes the total loading mass. Although pressure affects the frequency in a linear way, the relationship between the natural frequency of the tube's oscillation and the density reading is nonlinear. Look for Coriolis flow meters that perform full nonlinear compensation in the transmitter when the pressure compensation is activated. The pressure effect on density is referenced to zero pressure gauge and not to the calibration pressure. Note that although liquids are generally considered incompressible, they do exhibit some degree of compressibility. When comparing density measurements performed in a laboratory versus the results obtained with Coriolis flow meters, the difference between the temperature and pressure conditions inside the sensor and those of the laboratory should be considered to correct for compressibility effects. In hydrocarbon service, this is standard practice and defined temperature and pressure conditions are used for comparison purposes. So thanks for listening to this article. If you'd like to read it, check the link in our episode description that takes you to a page where you can download our 2023 oil and gas automation ebook. And just remember that you can subscribe to our four print magazines that come out in February, May, July, and October, or the four digital magazines of those issues in PDF format that come out the same months. I put links in the episode description so you can easily subscribe to either format, and all subscriptions are free. I hope you enjoyed this episode of In Case You Missed It. I'm Teresa Houck, and we'll chat again soon. If you enjoy Automation Chat, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you so much for listening.